What is the Imperial News Network? INN serves the Star Citizen community with up-to-the-minute news. We bring the developers and events closer to the community. And we love Star Citizen, whether we're flying with our team or with our supporters. Imperial News Network works hard every week to bring the verse to you. We are the community's number one source for all things Star Citizen. And we're glad to have you along for the ride. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Hold on, must unmute my friends. I wish there was an actual not the worst way to do this, but Skype is Skype. There we go. Hello. Yeah, can Discord hurry up and get something decent? Yeah, Yeah. Discord. I mean, uh, uh, our our dear friend, Mr. Paul... Paul Shalonius, Shalonius Paul, Shalonius Pub, the Astro Pub. Uh, he uses uh, Zoom, I think it is. But, you know. Everyone has Skype. Yeah. And uh, Discord's coming out soon. Let- and everyone yep. pretty much has uh, Discord. <laughs> All right. So, quick thing. Before we get started, before I let David even introduce the podcast, uh, real quick, because it has nothing to do with the rest of the podcast, guys, Thrawn is back. He's being written back into Star Wars canon. I just needed to take a moment. I needed to take a moment of everyone's time to remind them that Thrawn is one of the greatest things that ever happened to Star Wars, and he's back. Okay. okay. Thrawn? Thrawn, with with it with a th, shiver. Thrawn, like throne, but worse. Thrawn. I, I think CCT is having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should probably check in on him. Shot not. But yeah, Thrawn. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Thrawn. Captain's lock. Two sixteen point seven point one six. We find ourselves trapped in a situation of utmost jeopardy. Our ship is out of reach. Our supplies are running low. Jake was wounded when attacked by a rabbit. It had huge teeth. We lost Shiver yesterday. We'd Go look for him, but we're just too damned afraid. Nakara got trapped under a fallen tree at the bottom of a hill, at the bottom of the sea. I think there's a bump on it. My name is David. I think we are... All of us trapped inside the verse. You love it, Jake. You love it. it that was amazing. Me. That was amazing. On a I loved deep it. metaphysical loved it. level. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> loved it. Oh, I've got problems. Okay. 
Can you do that every week? No. No. Please, next no. week. Next week will be. Oh, next week's going to be special. Next week's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Guys, word to all of you guys. Please don't watch next week's podcast. <laughs> uh, next week, I'm hosting the cast because Jake's not around. Nope. <laughs> I'm allowed to take sense. one weekend off a year. <laughs> one. I'm allowed to take as many as you'd like. <laughs> no, because then the podcast will just explode into bits. <laughs> well, I've never... To be fair, I've never run it he before. Used to... It's only been Dolak that ran it. You know what? Well, You're not right. here, but you used to run the podcast like every week for months and months and months. But there was no Twitch involved. No. We'll just ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, I'll we're just going to have out. a recorded podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> back to the old uh, form. We're going, to we're going back months. to audio only yeah. for one week. Oh, man. Yeah, you're alone with me next week, me and whoever else. Sounds good. Also, sponsor uh mountain dew blood orange kickstarts delicious thank you okay <laughs> we're what? sponsored by mountain dew this episode says i we. wish and uh I canadian wish. tire and uh saint oh. ambrose sure what's your sponsor i'm being sponsored by pepsi and it's the choice of a new generation have you? You are most definitely. Do not you guys have that fancy new Pepsi yet? Um, it's called one? like 1893, and it's actually like kind of bitter and delicious. We know we we we've only got three kinds of Pepsi here, Master. We've got the regular kind of Pepsi, the diet Pepsi, and the sugar-free Pepsi. Anything else, we chase out <laughs> with pitchforks and fire. Cause I ain't right, Master. <laughs> For like. One month we had like the the Pepsi Retro or whatever it was that was made with oh, yeah, cane the sugar. real sugar Pepsi. Real sugar that stuff's good. That stuff was the best, and it's, it's gone. You can't find it anymore. I hate it. No, the uh, the you can't get it anymore out here either. But yeah, maybe we should talk about Star Citizen now. What are we a Star Citizen news news no. thing? Okay. Let's start with uh, probably the coolest thing that we got this week, which was uh, MFA. For those of you that don't know what that stands for, it stands for the Manchester Football Association. Uh... Oh, is that wrong? Oh, oh, right. Oh, no. It stands for... My foot aches. Mother's filleting. Um, it stands for multi-factor authentication. <laughs> <laughs> You know that you know, it's way funny. The funniest part of that whole thing was not what David said, but Jake's reaction to it. Why? <laughs> oh, I'm crying. <laughs> That was amazing. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, I need alcohol, guys. Oh. <laughs> I can't handle this today. I have to do another podcast after this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this already started off to the freaking... Oh, amazing. What? Okay. 
So, multi-factor authentication came out this week. Oh. Uh, just for mothers anyone... <laughs> Yeah, just for mothers. No, um, this is for everyone. <laughs> I think we're going to have to give Jake about a half hour to recuperate this rate. <laughs> yeah, come back for questions. I'm, I'm going I'm to go die yeah, for 45 minutes. Yeah, man. Get the repair. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Whew. So, like, my face is like a tomato. To get this back on track. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Multi factor <gasps> authentication is uh, basically when you have an outside verification that you are who, who you say you are. So, when you try and log into the game, you'll be able to use either an email code or um, a code on a mobile app to uh, verify that you are who you say you are. And so Most RSI... At this point have this. What was that? Most things at this point have this. Like uh, World of Warcraft has it. Yeah. Or Blizzard yeah. period has it. Uh, and now finally Star Citizen has their own. Everyone yeah. should use it. Use I MFA. use uh, I use Battle.net's and Google's. And now, um, now I use... RSI's. I actually set it up this morning. It's super easy. Uh, um, all you have to do is go into the... Go ahead. Uh, if you don't want to use RSI's authenticator, um, you can use most third-party authentication apps as well. Like, yeah, they're so you know. saying um, Mar uh, Microsoft's, uh, Google's, and um, apparently there's one called Authy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, it works with most of them. And uh, all you have to do is go into like the security tab on your uh, RSI account. And um, if you want to use your phone, you just scan the QR code and uh, enter the code that shows up on your phone and you're done. It's now really it's, simple. I mean, I haven't really heard any stories of anyone's start RSI accounts being hacked or anything. But considering the amount of money some people put into the game, which is insane. Let's see. Thousands and thousands of dollars. This is good. You don't have to use it if you don't want to, but really, if you've put any money in, you should. It's just an extra layer of security just to be secure, and it doesn't really take time or anything. It's just, yeah, sign up for it. Let's see how much everybody knows I freaking spent a jillion dollars on this game. You have. Yeah. I'm a at jillion? Four thousand eight hundred and sixty-seven dollars and fifty cents. Oh, only forty-eight. I thought it was higher. What wow. am I? At? I thought it was two. Actually, I thought I was I'm over at, five. Uh, I'm at about eighteen hundred right now. Um, and so keep yeah, in mind I, that I, half my ships are gifts from very nice people like Eris. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to protect that investment if, if at yeah. all possible. I have spent three thousand twenty. About Shiver? a quarter, um, a quarter no, of that too much. is on. Uh, <laughs> Don't even get a look. <laughs> a quarter of that is on gifts. Mm -hmm. Lots of gifts. I stopped looking anyway, at concierge too, accidentally. We 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 highly recommend people sign up for and use the MFA. It just everything safer. By the way, if anybody is here who's a new person to this game, I just want to mention we're insane. Yeah. yeah. You Buy the game for forty-five dollars. You never have to spend any more money than that ever for any reason. 
Yeah. It's uh, the reason we spend more money is because we're nuts. That's basically and also because we like watching the um, we like watching the development. We like seeing yeah. everything that happens. We like talking about it every week. If we've um, got spare money, we put it in. I like spaceships. Yeah, they're pretty. A lot. They're very pretty. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about subsumption. Because, uh, right. well, let's talk about the week. Let's talk about ATV. Which I love. Hey. Remember two weeks ago how I was saying that CIG really should just bring up the level of content. That's all I want. That's all I want in life. I know they're making the game. I just want to see it. Like, I have no doubt in the company, more so in just the content. This, 100%, is a step in the right direction. And I was very impressed. All of them. All of the recent ATVs have been a step in the right direction. I really, really like the move from an ATV with a lot of, honestly, a lot of filler. The the old ATV had a lot of filler, and then it had four, like, five-minute at most segments from each of the studios. Freaking hour-long ATVs. We don't yeah. need that. It It's an hour of ATV and newsworthy portions, like stuff that like we pulled minutes. news from was, you know, 10, 20 minutes. This new way of doing it with, it's what, concise, 15, 20 minutes focused? It's good stuff. Oh no, yeah. it's it's awesome, and not only that, but like their move, the move that they're gonna do to having um, one episode from each studio, like rotating each week. Yeah. So, um, you'll have one episode from L.A., then Frankfurt, then Austin, then Manchester, mm-hmm. and that gives them four weeks to pull together content for a uh, an episode of ATV. So you get four weeks worth of content in a thirty minute block. You can make that a lot more, yeah, robust. And and here's one of the problems that we've been having before. One of the things that kind of reduces the amount of news that we have to to you know digest and to talk about is that they'll say week one, they'll say, oh, we're working on this. Week two, they'll say, well, we're working on it. Week three, they'll say we're still work like we know that they're working on it because we've known for three weeks that they're working on it. And there's not really much for them to say other than they're working on it. Now, if we only hear about it every four weeks when they've actually had time to do Do something something to it, the news that we get will be more focused and better. Hopefully that's the hope. And it, I think we're seeing that so far. It makes sense to me. I'll put it that way. Plus I really like, I mean, the community team are great, and Ben and Je- Ben knows everything about ships, right? He is the ship guru. He knows all the stuff about ships, but Ben and Disco don't really have much to an- much knowledge on Squadron Forty Two or on how the Persistent Universe is going. So yeah, like you know, they're not going to know anything about you know what does the new building on Microtech look like? Yeah, like how would they and- know? That work is being is, done between Austin and uh, and behavior. Like, yeah. Uh, we also found out this week that they're going to be doing the same thing as they're doing for ATV with RTV. RTV is going to move uh, studios as well. 
well, which does also mean... because they have community managers in more than one location. Exactly. And this is good because we'll start to be able to ask questions to the people specifically. Lots of times on RTV, Disco's like, we don't answer the questions because we just don't know the answers. We skip them. So what they're talking about is having um, having two windows on RTV. One is going to be uh, Disco in a small window. And then in a large window, they're going to have someone from the studio that they're they're working with that week. Yeah. So, for example, if it was Frankfurt, you might have Brian Chambers in a big window, and then Jared started directing questions and stuff in a small and window. And quite frankly, the idea of having Brian Chambers in a big window every on four RTV? weeks on RTV to answer questions is such like that's I don't that, think that, it would that be Brian Chambers in a big window. I think he'd be framed. <laughs> Oh God! Was that joke painful? Oh crap! You you lost David. Um, what did you? I wanted to bring it? up. I wanted to bring up what Zeus says in the chat because it's relevant. Um, he says, "How long do you think they can keep this content going, though? After the first round of studios, I'm afraid they won't want to show anything more, and it will get stale again." Um, that's definitely a possibility. However, because there are four studios. If they rotate them, that's a month between each studio showing something. So you only need to show 12 things a year. That's right. it. Um, not only that, but they do have behavior and turbulent as well. If, they, if they're like, well, shit, we don't have any, enough for this episode, they can always throw to one of those guys every once in a while. Be like, do you guys got something to show? You know? Behavior's doing a lot of the environment oh, art. I'll come back. Turbulent has is doing a lot of the uh, a lot of the web stuff. Web stuff they could easily throw to them to for an episode yeah. too. <clears throat> I like the fact as well. If they essentially they're going to be doing it once a month, so you will get a, a summary in words of their monthly report with a brief yep. explana explanation and video of what's been going on, which you know is nice and useful. Yeah. Now, I, I, I did agree. see Zeus and Oxius saying That's how literally long what we were just, talking about. Just talking about If I you didn't that, leave... Just... If Shiver didn't make such a horrible joke... <laughs> I'm sorry it pained you. Oh, no. Ooh, boy. Uh, this is going to stop them from having that problem. Yeah. Because the problem before was they just didn't have enough to talk about. Yeah, that's what we're saying, is that yeah. the, the studios only have to show stuff once a month. Yep. Which um, means they've got an entire month to work, and then right. they can show us. At, it, it's like, okay, no, you know how amazing idea. the... Well, do you know how amazing the monthly report is? Everyone loves the monthly report, right? This is basically the monthly report. Hey, remember how I said I wanted to keep some of my ideas to myself yeah. this is totally one of them yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's not a bad idea at all as soon as they i they said it i'm like yeah that makes a lot of sense it, yeah it, like because i'm thinking about it like one of the problems with the atv like innately is the fact that it's weekly yeah so yeah. because like because they have to come up with content every week i always thought like um when they do like the news from around the verse and they're talking to everybody right um a lot of times the studios are like it, we're working on the same stuff as last week it takes longer than a week i, um, I noticed especially with uh eric karen davis and darian vorlick when they were doing it they would rotate 
one week they'd talk about ships, one week they'd talk about other progress, then they'd talk about ships, then they'd talk about other pro- they would like they were already rotating what they'd talk about every week because otherwise it was stale. And that that's what they were doing themselves, yep. but none of the other studios were and like what what does Brian Chambers have to say? We worked on some animation stuff and we can't tell you what it is because it's for Squadron 42. Yeah, so this is a way that they'll be able to... I mean, you you find a problem on Thursday of the week, right? And then by Tuesday, when you have to have everything recorded, you haven't fixed the problem, you're still working on it. So you, you don't make any progress by Tuesday. You don't probably make any progress by the next Tuesday. Like, right. It takes time to progress. This gives on, them a month to work yeah. on stuff, and this is it's, fantastic. I you agree. We should option. circle. Go ahead. Sorry, Nakara. Now you go. No, no, no. I was going to end the conversation. So go, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to quickly add in that if it turns out that the studio, uh, when their turn is up, if they've been working on something that's not necessarily very um, friendly for someone to just look at, it could just be a load of code or desi- just design work, just, um, that wouldn't, you know, to a layman be very interesting. Then they can still shift over to another studio who says, well, yeah, we've been working on this and can show this off. Well, I think that's actually what happened this week with Austin. Like most of the Austin stuff is at this point probably just code. All of the stuff that they're talking about, cargo, mining, it's just like it's not implemented yet. But they've got Tony Zurovic that they can plant in front of a screen. I'd really like to see a flyover of Nick since it's almost done. I think yeah. they just want to. I think they just want to plant it in your lap, frankly. I, 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 I yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I think they want to be at Gamescom. Like, hey guys, we're streaming today. You should come check out Next because we're gonna fly through it. Next. Next. Well, Nyx. you're gonna fly through Nick. He's in the chat. Yeah, I'm gonna fly through He's in chat. <laughs> Look what he just said. He's influencing yes, my brain pattern. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to catch up. Wow. Oh, man. Okay. Also, so thing, uh, can we, can we, as a group, as, 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 as friends, as, <laughs> as the people, Comrades. can we stop referring to it as Nix and call Levsky. it Levski, yes, which yes, is what you, it's actually Levsky. called? Especially because um, Nix is not even the planet; it's the system. No, it's yeah. the whole system, <laughs> <laughs> um, which we're not even well, getting. The problem there is no, that CIG has called it Nix for so long. Yeah, that's like, the biggest issue. Ben and them called it Nix for yeah. the longest time. It's not Nix; it's Levski. Well, uh, and the planet they did the, the same thing is, with Arcorp. Yeah, the, well, the, it's not actually Arcorp. It's not even a planet. the The asteroid that that Levski will eventually be on is Delamar. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's P- the Nick's Levski. Yeah. It's we will Nick's get Delamar Levski. Yep. Um. So we should circle back oh. around to subsumption because we never actually talked about it. Yes. Let's, oh, yeah. let's so, talk about subsumption. Uh, the biggest part of ATV was the long-awaited return of Sir Zervek of Tony. Um, <laughs> that man can talk. I love that guy. <laughs> I, they, as I see it, there are four people you really want talking. It's either Chris Roberts, Aaron Roberts, Brian Chambers, or Tony Zurovec. If any of them are in an episode, don't read a transcript. Don't catch up on it from anything else. Watch the damn episode because nothing I... we can do will 
you gotta listen to the man. Can I add one more? Yeah. Sean Tracy. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, but those those are the five guys. There you Yeah, here it comes. Shooters. Here it comes. <laughs> Burgers yep. and fries? Yeah. Everyone's like Sean Tracy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was as soon as you said that, I was like, Yeah, you're missing you're missing somebody. You're 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 missing you're yeah. I pick okay. one per studio. <laughs> but I guess Chris Roberts doesn't really count as a Chris studio Roberts guy. is a Chris yeah. Roberts roams. <laughs> That's true. Fine. But Fine. uh so subsumption. Um sounds really really exciting for ai um talking about very complex um ai actions things like responding to the environment responding to the player's actions um the examples were things like a dropped glass um things like what the bartender does after you order a drink (laughs) my favorite Um, thing that he said in that was like um the bartender uh like he would he would stop serving a drink to stop a bar fight but mm-hmm. not vice versa and i just i just got the image in my head of him just like hey hey break oh oh hang no, on i got I have no a super drink excuse me <laughs> <laughs> This man well, needs some. You're all liquid. laughing at that idea, but doesn't Astro Pub kind of do that on his stream? Yes! <laughs> he does. Oh, man. Oh. But um, uh, through the monthly report, uh, the way they've set up AI behaviors, uh, they were describing it as a tree behavior pattern. So an AI has an overall objective that he wants to achieve, and then sub-branches to sub-branches depending on what he's doing at the time what needs to be done at the time and then how to return back to its primary task it's it's quite interesting just to it's probably how all ai works but it's it's interesting seeing it being laid out the most important thing sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i i think that one of the key parts of the whole thing is that they've made from the ground up they've made it so that the ai can interact with pretty much anything in the environment yeah. They can pick up a broom or they can pick up a glass. They can serve a drink. They can you know. go grab some bennies from a machine. Exactly. Um, their ability to interact with the environment will make it the living world. Like it, That yeah. also means that if they can interact with the environment and do all the same things that a player can, then they can also do the other bigger parts of AI that we've been hearing about. Things like um, an AI will go out and be a pirate and it will, you know, it will actually cool. act like a pirate would act. One of the things that I find most important about subsumption is the idea that it will, like, it's not done yet, right? So the missions that they're putting in now into Crusader are difficult for them to implement. Because they're not, they're scripted. It's not using subsumption, it's scripting. Once subsumption is done, they won't have to script these missions out. They'll just program the AI, like the AI will. It takes out human error. Yeah, exactly. Which is what yeah. he said. And it's it's going to make missions less buggy. It's going to make them faster to code. Once some some, like they I, they won't I even have to like code missions though. Exactly. Not like, eventually. It's just, no. They're just just the missions It'll will be generated happen. from game mechanics. I feel like subsumption is close, and it has to be in by two point seven because two point seven, the whole yeah. you can't they cannot create missions for an entire solar system they can nope. do it for crusader because they've only got a few to make the whole solar system needs subsumption and it's going to be driven by subsumption everyone should be 
it's way more excited what, about oh i'm super excited do you think we'll see generated in the first issue of subsumption simple uh distress beacon mission yes. quest type things or and something also cargo you'll see cargo type Piracy. missions so so you yeah deliver cargo here and then there'll be a pirate mission to destroy that cargo and, uh, there'll be mercenaries to kill those yeah. pirates and so on and so forth yeah, mercenaries was the other. And one. They'll, then, get that, they'll get that. They'll get that. Within those, there. you can generate other missions because, say, the AI goes in to take out the pirate or whatever. That he could Law leave a distress beacon or whatever, and that's a new yeah. mission generated just as a side effect of that. So that's how this is going to generate more missions. Oh yeah, with some less, with less effort. Oh Guys, well, and they, there's actually there's actually a, a hint to the whole thing at the very beginning of what he says. What Tony Zervek is working on right now is subsumption. That's what yep. he's doing. Yep. And that sort of gives you a clue. It's on its way. Yeah. And, well, that's the thing, too. Like, everyone forgets kind of what Tony Zervek has done in his life. Um, yeah. Kind of made MMOs <laughs> a thing. Yeah. Um, Tony Zervek. It's like people People often are like, oh, my God, Darian Vorlick is leaving CIG. This is the end of the world. And it's like, guys. Darian's guys, awesome. But he's a producer. I love Darian. He's a manager. He's a the people you want on this project are the people like Tony Zurovec, who... But then, like... There's, there's even a time during development where Tony can quite, without affecting the pro, um, whole project adversely, say, you know what, I, I think you don't need me anymore. I've done all the designing. You just need to make it. I can go now. Exactly. And that will... When and or that if day that come, day comes, it's not, a big, it's not a big deal. It's fine. Um, the, the that's the interesting thing about Tony Zervek and people. A lot of people don't know. This is a guy who turned a game, uh, game developer into a hedge fund management company. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's he's not the a guy dumb knows man. What he's doing. <laughs> he's not. And uh, the thing is, he's a he, like. We all we all manager. we all hear about <laughs> hedge funds, right? And hedge funds are these mysterious things that make people billions of dollars he's a hedge fund manager he doesn't need money he's come back to this because he wants to make the game it's like chris roberts chris roberts came back to this because he doesn't need the money god look at what he's done mm -hmm. he he wants to make the game the people at the very top of this project brian chambers tony zervek chris and aaron roberts they believe aaron left the lego franchise for this and the lego if franchise you know one what we're talking about just look up tony zervek on like wikipedia you'll find it yeah yeah and he's uh you know it'll take the rest of this podcast to talk about the accomplishments <laughs> of tony zervek. Of tony zervek yeah exactly yeah. but um you know he one of the things that i think is the coolest thing about about him and it tells you a lot about chris roberts that you might not know otherwise Tony Zervek said two years before he, he was hired by CIG that he would never work for anyone else again because yeah. he only ever wanted to work for himself because he owns a hedge fund management company. Um, Chris Roberts called him and in one conversation hired him to oversee the persistent universe and Star Citizen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there you go. <laughs> That's, that is, like, that should be the end of the like brain drain or people are leaving or oh my god it's just like the guys. important people the people who are actually important to the project have never left and they've only added more of them 
And and keep in mind, that's not <laughs> saying people like Darian Vorlick or anyone else that has left isn't important. They are all important, but they're quite frankly replaceable. There are stages of development, and some developers like different stages. There are some developers that like the very first phase where it's complete chaos and it's disorganized and you're just going, what the hell have we got here? And then there are other players like the phase after, uh, developers of players after and so on and so on and so on. Yep. How can there be no wiki page for Tony Zirovec? Uh, there is a one actually. I just looked. There actually isn't. You have to, to look into it more uh, than just a Here you go. It's it's not hard to find, but you have to do a tiny bit more research than just wiki. Sorry. There used to be a wiki page. Maybe it was deleted. Uh, the what Giant is? Bomb wiki is not very extensive on him, though. But it does have his game accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but suffice it to say, I did, I did a lot of... Bad. I did a lot of uh, research into him when he was hired because I wanted to figure out who the heck he was. And that's how I found out all that information I just told people about. Yeah. Um, he... Uh, He's an interesting guy. He he's got a lot of big accomplishments, but the main thing is, first thing that you need to know is that given his ability to turn a games company into a hedge fund management company, um, the guy knows how an economy works, and there's a reason that he's the guy who's designing it. And that's the thing. He he <clears throat> he works on he worked on economies. Like he designed economies for things like Ultima. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, the good let's, ones, especially. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's move on from from uh, Tony Zurovec and talk a tiny bit about cargo and mining. I can't we wait found for out cargo. this week that cargo is going to be the first um, occupation, and I think we mining. All knew this. We we all knew this, but it's still good to get some conf confirmation on it. Uh, mining and salvage will follow after. Um. It also yeah. sounds like uh, cargo is almost done. It's just waiting on our our dearest uh, Lord and Savior, Mister Zane, to yeah. uh, to work his wonders. Um, yep. Um, it should be noted yeah. that piracy, piracy, and smuggling is also coming with cargo. Yeah. Real so we quick, get, actually get three things at once. I wanted to mention this real quick because it was just a statement that was made and you know how you know how I've been saying for like 6 months that Nix is totally done and they're just waiting mm -hmm. for yeah. something to put it out. You Guess know, I confirmed Levski it this week freaking Tony Zervek. Let's <laughs> Levski. Whatever, Levski. man. <laughs> you just said we all need a <laughs> Whatever, man. That's your idea, wasn't it? <laughs> it was literally your idea. Your no, you can't, ah. you can't whatever, man. This one, Jake, you're, you're stuck. Ah. <laughs> but I, I'm really excited about cargo, though. Uh, it's it's a huge thing in games like Star Citizen. Um, it's the underpinnings of the entire economy. Yep. And uh, I, I know that, like, I would really like to play more, and I'd like to play more with my girlfriend. She doesn't want to play until there's something to do in wow she likes running around and mining right there needs to be something like that cargo mining something to Salvage. do i am um, honestly i can't fly i can't shoot ships i don't want to do combat i need something non-combat to do because i suck at shooting 
So real quick, true. here I'm gonna pull up the transcript. Unless it's an FPS, so you, and then I'll you wreck think your I'm ass. I'm not lying here. What um, are you pulling up? So when Tony was talking about mining, oh yeah, it's not it's not early 2017. It's this year. It'll probably be out by. Hang two on, points. hang on. Let me okay. find the quote. Yeah, let me find, find the, quote. the quote. But like. It was a very specific okay. quote, wasn't I've been it? I'm seeing a yes. lot of people saying, "Oh my God, PU not out till 2018. This not until late." But shut up, guys. Nowhere, okay. anywhere, they said okay. that. Okay, it's honestly it insulting that people think it's bollocks. The second set of occupations we're going to add is mining and salvage. We won't have the dedicated ships necessary for these things until sometime next year. Um, I'm really anxious to widen the scope of what you can do within the game. And so we're going to be adds, adding some more labor intensive up and close personal variations of these jobs, which means mining and salvage will be in this year, but the ships needed to do them on a larger scale will not be. So and we're going to be, be honest, mining with our hands. We we're have be known this with for a long, long time. Think yeah, back, we... like, almost three months ago, Ben was saying that things like the Endeavor, the Orion, right. and the Reliant aren't planned to be started until um, the end of this year. They're going to be started at the end of this year. The Reclaimer. Reclaimer, yeah, sorry. Reclaimer. They're not going to be started until the end of this year. So, yeah, those ships aren't going to be ready till the end of next year. But those are the top-tier ships. You don't need the top-tier ship. No, not even not even the top-tier ships. Any any ship that's dedicated for those jobs will not be well, ready. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's fine because we've known the entire time that something like an Aurora will technically be able to mine, to salvage, to cargo, to do everything. You're not limited to, oh my God, only the Prospector and the Orion can mine. I can't use anything else to mine. No, that's stupid. Um, that being right. said, it's going to be labor intensive, but I guarantee you, you're going to be way, be able to be way more precise um, doing it by hand because it's little tiny tools. Well, yeah, I mean, the Orion exists because you mine it and then you process it in one go, Yeah, right? And that's actually something I noticed about what they were talking, when he was talking about salvage, about how, like, stripping materials off of a ship um, on a small scale. I'm like, Zeus, that's I, not that's not what the Reclaimer does. The Reclaimer shoves a ship into its ass and chews it up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, got this giant like grinder thing in its garbage. Yeah, super serious. They, he's saying, didn't they say that non-dedicated ships would no longer be able to mine because it didn't have the piping for it? We're not saying ships are gonna mine things. We're saying you, the person, are going okay, to mine remember things. Three, two months ago, they literally said you will be mining by hand on a planet before you are mining from a ship. They said that. We've already known this. We've talked about it in multiple podcasts. We, We've talked about this multiple times. We know that you'll be mining by hand before you're mining by a ship. That doesn't mean it's not coming till 2017. You know what they you know what they might be able to use to to make this um to to make a small mining and salvage-ish craft really quickly is the dragonfly. Yep. Yeah. You could use it, it as a little mining and salvage, salvage as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Very. 
Yep. Um, I'm not sure if anyone read this, my story from last week with uh, Stormy Winters, but um, kind of had a bit of a vibe from from uh, Dragonfly Salvage Some there. Vibes. No, not vibes. Um, no. <laughs> Shake it off. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to mention is that a lot of the reason these ships are coming when they're coming, it's not a secret. The reason they're coming in early 2017 or next year, uh, I, the, I big, gotta... the biggest studio, the biggest studio by far in Star Citizen land is the UK. Yeah. And they need to finish their single player game before they can help. <laughs> uh, Zeus, Zeus and Oxius says they said, they said, they said, they said that Star Marine would be out 18 months ago. They say a lot of things. Yeah, they do. Guess what? Star Marine, for all intents and purposes, is out because you have FPS in Crusader. What the hell's the problem? Do you not understand this? FPS combat, which is what we were all waiting for Star Marine for, is out. Just like I'm not jumping down this getting... rabbit hole again, but it's, I agree with you. <laughs> but, but it's the same bloody thing. Star Marine's not out because Star Marine isn't an arena commander. Yes, it is out because you've got FPS combat. Mining can't be out until we have the Orion. Yes, you can because it's in-game without the need of an Orion. You don't need the big ship. You don't need the... Ac it's called idiocy. Absolute idiocy. Breathe, breathe. Breathe in the good air. Breathe out the bad air. You know what we, we need to talk Canadian. about now? You know, you know, you know what we need to talk about now? We we should talk about Gamescom and CitizenCon. Yes. Let's do that. Um, yeah. So we have like five minutes, but yes. So what do? <laughs> okay, I want to go. Okay, let's go quickly around then. Uh, what do people think we will see? Uh, a booth that it looks like the Idris Bridge. It's going to be a booth that's the Idris. Uh, we're probably going to see a new <laughs> ship. We're probably going to see some Squadron 42. Pro Not like a Gamescom. Very no, at no, CitizenCon. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, uh, honestly, I imagine we're probably going to see 2.6. I would imagine sure. you're probably going to see, see them at some point show off um, procedural planets at Gamescom since they're in Frankfurt. Um, or since they're in Germany, I mean. Um, I don't know. It sounds like their big unveil for procedural planets is going to be pretty amazing. From yeah, all everything we've been hearing, little tidbits here and there, I, like I wanna, uh, like Shiver's famous famous uh, rivers thing. Do you remember <laughs> last year when we all had no idea what was going to happen, and then they just waltzed in and showed us Crusader, and they were flying in Crusader, and the station was there. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, my God, there's a station. Everyone seems to have forgotten that that was last year that everyone was, oh, my God, mind explode about a station. Guys, that same thing is going to happen this year, but for an entire system. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jake? And, yes, Jake? And then, go ahead and predict. My prediction is that they're going to show a landing zone working. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, because Levski should be operational. Maybe not just Levski. Maybe not just Levski, yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing I would say is that, I mean, I know that we're probably we're all like, a lot of the people who are watching this are incredibly starved for Star Citizen information because they absorb all of it. Um, but 
a lot of people don't understand that not only do they have, you know, you're talking about we were all blown away by seeing a single station. At some point later this year, they're going to show us an entire game. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that they've been keeping behind the scenes from us for yeah. this whole time. And not not like uh, six hours or eight hours, but 20 hours of Wing Commander-like Squadron 42-ishness. Yep. Um, I don't oh know. My God, I, I don't really know. Nice. Ghost says maybe a working jump point. That would be cool. Probably. Um, well, pretty, pretty remember cool. they've been working. They've been working on the for ages. Remember, like yeah. middle of last year. Was it last year or whatever? We saw jump points. They've been working on them for animation for a jump point. Yeah. We well, yes. if they were working on the animation, judging by their their work schedules, they wouldn't be working on the animation for the jump point if they weren't ready to do a jump point. Yeah, they've been working. I'm sure they've been working on them. I'm sure they're in there somewhere. Um, whether or not they show them to us is a bit of a, or if they just want us to see. I think one of the coolest <laughs> things would be if the first um, introduction of a jump point was someone finding one. Yeah. In the game, like no, no word, not a hint, nothing at all. Just someone, someone has this post on Reddit one day, and they're like, "Look what I found." <laughs> Did I break my game? <laughs> yeah. I want this. Yeah. That, that's how they need to do it. Mm-hmm. It's you know what the problem here is, is we've reached just before prime news time. July sucks, man. They always July do. is the worst July. one. If you look back to last year, wasn't it last year July was the first month that didn't make over a million dollars? Uh, so yeah. what you're saying is they need to leak something again. Oh yeah, Jared, get on there, man. Yeah, Jared, Jared are you listening to this? You need to you need to show us your computer background again. <laughs> no, probably not, Jared. <laughs> He's got better things to do with his time. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, play the, Star, the pro- Star Trek timelines. Well, yeah. The, the problem Pokemon here is Go. that people, people are like, well, I've paid money. It's It happens in waves. Every year at this time, you get a whole bunch of people like, I paid all this money. Where's my content? And CIG are sitting there being like, well, we're not going to show you what we want to show you because we're saving it for CitizenCon or Gamescom. Just wait. And then Gamescom happens, and everyone's like, oh, my God, so much hype because... Oh my god. It's like just settle down guys. Have some form of patience. We're not even at 4 years of development yet. Calm the, longer, the fuck down. Well, the especially between announcements, the bigger the next announcement will be. Yep. The funny thing is that if you really wanted to be if you wanted to talk about when since they've entered full development of the game, yeah, we're probably only 2 year, 2 and a half years in. They had um, to build studios. The problem, they didn't reach 100 employees until the beginning of 2014. Yeah. Um, that's sort of the point at which they were able to develop quickly. Um, the rest After, of it was like, all building. Yeah. It was, pre- building it, it was pre-production, for example. That's a good That's a good way to put it because things like uh, Fallout 4, for example, was in pre-production for two years, I believe, before they started full production on it. So it began in 2008. Um, so for example, Star Citizen, you know, begins 2012, but doesn't start full production until 2014. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, are we? Are we? Yeah, I, I think I think we should uh, break and then questions. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was showing it's... off my Nicki Minaj Pokemon. I have a uh, two twenty seven Jinx. I don't even know what my level mine is. I named her Mickey, Nicki Minaj because I kept the original name because I don't rename my Pokemon. Because honestly, they're already born. That's like taking an adopted child and renaming them. But they're named like human. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. I only need one what, of them. I'm are you gonna name? Less. Are you gonna name your your son or daughter human, boy or Hopefully. girl? That Female human. Eris two. Small Eris. Okay. Small Eris. Let's let's go. break. Be back in five minutes for questions. Sounds good. Goodbye. Bye. And we're back. Wait, they're not back. We're back. There we go. Hello. Now they are. <laughs> So uh, before we get into questions, I want to quickly mention something that we were talking about during the break. Uh -oh. The game, Star Citizen, is not ready for everyone yet. If you are expecting a full game that you can go and do everything in it, it's not there yet. It's early access. It's in development did you say, David? What did you say this game was, David? Early access? In development? Early Not access. ready yet? Early access. What's wrong with that? Oh, what dear God, what have you done, David? <laughs> <coughs> He's just using the terms that people use to describe games of this type. I don't know. It's... Ah. I'm I'm the I'm overarching worried. thing is it's not done yet, so don't expect it to act like a finished game because it isn't there. Yeah. I don't know why that's anyway. Let's move on to questions. So throw your questions into chat with the brackets and the question in it. Uh and we'll start with Miku Hatsune who asked question. What Pokemon team are you on? Mystic, get wrecked, scrubs. Team Blue all day, every day. Blue team! Hey Jake. Jake. <laughs> team Mystic. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, best team. Niantic decided to release to four, 30 other countries, including Belarus and Malta, before they released to Canada, which is in North America, because they're fucking assholes, quite honestly. Hey, okay, that sounds like beef. Oh, it is. You should have casted but, that beef on something. <laughs> I think I did actually cast that exact same beef on something, Shiver. Uh, let's move <laughs> Look on. Look at you, Shiver. He did it to me earlier. It's my promotion. revenge. Zeus <laughs> says, question, what milestone must Star Citizen reach in your eyes for it to be considered a successful game? Please take into consideration that it's the most crowdfunded game ever. In my consideration, 
it's already successful, even though it's not yet a game. When it is released as Squadron 42, then it can be a successful game. And then when the Persistent Universe is released into beta, it will be another successful game. Um, I guess my question is, what do you consider to be a successful game, Zeus and Oxia? Do you consider the game that's made the most money in crowdfunding ever to be successful? Because if you don't, then you're in the wrong place. Um, one of the things I would like to mention is that it, taking this question a completely different way, um, in terms of the number of players it needs to reach to become considered successful in the general media, I guess. Um, well, it already has 500,000 players, so it's already there. Um, that's actually something we learned recently. That's something that maybe we should mention. Uh, we recently learned that about half of the uh, of the total accounts for Star Citizen have uh, actually pledged. So they're, when they crossed the million mark for accounts, they had about 500,000 paid accounts. We're now about 1.4 million, so there's probably about 700,000 people who have pledged for Star Citizen. Yep. Um, I would think that their original plans were to design a game that could hold 2 million people. I think yeah. if they get to that point, they're good. I think they're golden if they get there. If they, But I think even if they hit like even 1.5 million people who are actually active, yeah, I think they're I, good. I think we're going to have to see what happens <laughs> when Squadron 42 comes out. Because I think Squadron 42 being a released single-player game will actually bring in a lot more people. A lot of people that they don't want to pledge for early access because they yep. look at it and they see, this is what early access is. I don't want to have to wait. I don't, you know, for whatever reason. Squadron 42 will bring in an extra, what, one, two, maybe three million really depends same who knows but that's what we have to wait and see um one thing i would like to mention is that one of the reasons why i think that squadron 42 is more likely to be march than december is that they have to get it right this is a full release of a complete game and it because they're under such heavy scrutiny given the crowdfunding and all the other bs they really it need they need to nail it it's got to be perfect yeah. or as close to it as possible. Rondog20 says, thoughts on what patch Caterpillar is hanger ready so I can just sit it until flyable? 2.5. <laughs> I'd say 2.6, but... 2.5. Yeah. Remember when you said that about the Starfarer? Get wrecked, scrub. Triangularity I'm going says... With, I'm going with David on this one. Triangularity says, what kind of professions would you like to see that have not been mentioned earlier? Uh, I want to see more would... about the medic. Don't care. Those... What's been mentioned, though? That group of... Oh, earlier today. Okay. That group of professions that Tony Zurevic was talking about are literally all I want to do in this game. Um, I, think, I think a really interesting part of it is going to be science and research. Um, and exploration, which has not been mentioned yet. Under the umbrella of exploration, I'd like to see more about cartography, just, you know, jump points yep. and plotting them out, things like that. That'd be interesting. Uh, That's Mike my branch. Says that he disagrees with me and that the game can still suck and not be fun. Don't get me wrong. I think the game could actually still suck. 
nothing nothing I've seen yet promises me 100% guarantee that the game is going to be great, that the single player is going to be fun, and the Persistent Universe is going to be fun. But at the same point, I've bought into released games that have not been fun many a time. I Watch see Dog. Everyone did it with Watch Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> like I bought a released game that ended up not being fun because it looked fun. Star Citizen... I've got more faith in Star Citizen than I've had in most fully released games. I'm going to buy into Battlefield 1 because I think it looks fun. Yeah. And it's World War 1. That doesn't mean it's going to be. Part of the thing about being a gamer is often you don't know what you're going game to buy into. on my birthday. You should oh, buy cool. it. Um, question. Or actually, point, I guess. Um, one of those games that ha that happened to me with that I thought I was fine with was Destiny. I played the beta. The beta was fun. I was like, hey, this is a this is cool. I'll yeah, I like this game. Um, I'm like, well, it's beta. They've locked off most of the content. Yeah. Uh, this game's going to be much, much bigger, much bigger thing. So I bought it, and then they released it, and they're like, well, the beta was basically <laughs> 60 or 70% of the game. Um, and the difference here is Star <laughs> Citizen, you know... <laughs> They, because you, they've told you how much is left to come, right? Exactly. Like, the difference, the difference here is Star Citizen is telling you, even if they're not showing us all that much, they're at least telling us what's yet to come. They've told us what their goals are, and lots of other games just don't. Mm -hmm. They give you a demo that's ninety percent of the game or ten percent of the game. You honestly have no idea which. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I hey, played the real quick demo. On that note, if if you wanted Watch Dogs to be good and we're sad that it wasn't, but you still want a watch good Dogs hacker too. story, um, go watch the television program, Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, welcome. Like. Uh, GameZocker123 says, why do you think CIG didn't tell us that Nyx wouldn't come until PG? I don't know. Uh, I mean, they had to know Procedure it would generation. Right, okay. I mean, they had to know it wouldn't a long time ago. Um, maybe they didn't plan it then. Maybe they just thought, oh, well, we're going to present it in this way. And then suddenly Procedure Generation was at this stage. They were like, you know what? That would be cool if we could integrate that into there and then we can show up two things at the same time. Yeah. Here's what happened. They launched Art Corp. And Art Corp, they got, they got Art Corp stable and it worked. And they're like, okay, we got it stable and working. Then they were like, you know what? We really need a we need a test map of the large universe. So we're gonna make Crusader. They made Crusader, and they made then they made it better, and it's not entirely stable yet, but you know it's a much better than it was. And now they're like, okay, we need to add in Levski now because it's done. We better add it in. Um, and then they're like, well, apparently someone in Germany did a thing. Where they can make planets in seven seconds. So we'll just put on one of those. The thing I want to, to mention here is we've actually known for weeks that it wasn't going to be like that Nix was going to be put in procedurally generated planet. We've known this for two months. It all depends on which time they say it that people actually pick up on it because we've known for quite a while. You know, it's actually a weird thing, and it totally makes sense now. At the time, I was totally weirded out by it. Um, all of the concept art for for Delamar 
shows it as being a destroyed, broken up asteroid with with uh, Levski on the surface, right? Yeah. That is not what they showed with Levski at the procedural gender, like that people yeah. to planet demo. That was a planet, and I was like, what? I didn't. I didn't. I was like, I don't know what happened here, but um, that's not Delamar. And now it totally makes sense because that was them basically smashing Levski into a, into a yep. procedurally generated planet. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Nulric asks, can you go over again how many flyable and hangar-ready ships will be in point five? Uh, the Argo will be flyable, the Reliant will be flyable, and Jake believes that the Caterpillar will be hangar-ready. I, yep. I think it's fair. I what other hangar-ready ship is it going to be? Uh, I don't Herald. know. It's totally the possible. Herald. Herald, no, Harold's still too far. They're only at 80% right now. It's not going to make it. Um, Miku Hatsune says, what do you think about a Star Citizen capital ship combat board game? I think that'd be pretty fun, actually, if done right. Capital ship cost, yes, please. I actually think that there's a lot of ways to make a board game out of Star Citizen that's fun. Um, do you remember way back when they yes. were fleshing out the mechanics, they said they actually do make the prototype as a board game and play out to see how it plays before they even integrate that or flesh yeah. out into the game. I thought it was quite cool. They did that for the entire economy. Tony Zorovec mm. basically created a board game of the nope. Star Citizen. Nope, nope, that was David Ladyman. Sorry, David Ladyman. What was it? Yeah. <clears throat> they, they, but I just got to give my credit, credit yeah, to David yeah, Ladyman. He's so correct. But they did basically create a board game that will work how the star citizen economy works the over like the broad overarching bit of it and that's great because they've got it in action they know that it should work because honestly board games are kind of where video games came from yep I, I would also like to mention that um that was key in them finalizing the star map um it, it allowed them to finalize the star map which then allowed them to put out the incredible web star map that we have um, if anybody out there has like not looked at it for any reason, go look at it. Um, and not only that, but now I noticed this week that they are shipping out the paper star maps to everyone. And I have two coming for some reason. I can't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> one for each eye. I, yeah. uh, I did not buy one because I'm still waiting for the one that well, comes in my Now I know where mine goes. Now I know where mine goes. It's going to be going no, to David. One coming no, it's not. In my Phoenix package. I'm getting one with my collector's box. Which is, when's that coming? No, Who you got to have one it? before then. Isn't, still aren't actually they actually a different like map, though? They are. They are a different map. It's a slightly different map between the collector's box yeah. and the box that everyone Standalone. gets. So we've actually gone through all the questions, so you guys should ask some more questions. Any more questions? Actually, um... There is a there is a question here. <laughs> awesome. Oh god. Uh which So Miko Hatsune says I'm in the process of blocking out white boxing a ship. Can you guess the manufacturer? I think it's a oh. Drake. Looks Drakey to I me. I thought it might have been a Karak. Looks Drakey. It's got two engines. It must be a misc. Or, or the two engines. It can't be Drake then. <laughs> Buccaneer. 
Cutlass. Oh, man. Uh, someone, our holiday actually asked quite a bit ago how the review for the, or how my HOTAS flying was going. Yes, David. Still waiting on an RMA. Yeah, I bet you are. MA. Finally hey. got a response. <laughs> and what was hey. the response? I have to well, show Maybe you should keep it to the article you were supposed to write. I can't write it until it's RMA'd. I mean, you could still write it. <laughs> it wouldn't be a very good one, though. Nope. No. Nope. No, it, oh, it, it doesn't work. Well, no, it, it would actually be interesting because it would be really, really good, except for one thing. It, broke. it didn't work. Which is so painful to me. It's it's not going to be the greatest review. Let's just... So, as a side, side note, I guess I'm going to take this particular moment to talk about my new audio setup, which sounds way better than my old audio setup. It setup. does. Thanks. So, this guy right here is the is the antlion mod mic and you can add it to any pair of headphones by a little mount on the side of your cool it's, it's pretty excellent and these are the sennheiser hd 598 oh they are freaking amazing i just saw a question that i can't answer and have to block out of my mind i'll answer it please don't question gamesocker123 asks what do you think about the streamers that go to gamescom uh i think cig is literally doing what every other company on the entire planet do and send influencers <laughs> to events yep i feel like they might not be sending the right influencers i think they need to send us. i think they are Honestly. i think they're sending the ones with the bigger audience I think we've got a better audience for for actual news articles, for actual hits per month. We're not influencers. We Twitch streamers. We're not influencers. We are. We're enablers. We're press. <laughs> I don't think that David, 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 we're David pushes. David. Here's the thing. That I mean, that's a question that we really have to ask ourselves, actually. If we want to be press, which is, in fact, what CIG thinks of us, if they yeah. paid to send us to an event... Oh, we wouldn't accept it. Not only would we not accept it, but it would go, it, like, huge FTC, yep. conflict no, of interest, we would not everything. Accept it, but I do not like the idea of Twitch streamers being used as press and being paid by They're not CIG being used as press. They're being they're used being, as influencers. I have no scruples. I'll work for bananas. They're being paid to go and report on, on Star they're Citizen. They're being used as influencers. I don't like it. I do not like it. I I, I find... Do you know who is in the audience of those E3 press conferences about 80% of? YouTubers, Twitch people. Yep. I don't like... That that is what journalism has got to. It's that's not journalism, though. It's but not. That's what it's, but 
But that's what game people promotion. are using as journalism now. They're using Twitch and YouTubers instead of journalists because the journalists are – anyway. Actually, I no. I, okay. I don't like it. So we have, we have uh, questions. Yeah, we've actually got questions now. So Hey, uh, David's just stubborn and doesn't want to listen to reason. Uh, Doom Centurion says, any bets on the last patch number for 2016? Maybe 2.9? Um, so – I think 2.7 will be at, at CitizenCon uh, yep. around that time. So then I would imagine if it's a big patch for 2.8, then that'll be the last one. If it's not, they'll do a smaller 2.8, then probably get 2.9 out right before Christmas. That's my guess. What's but more than, likely, more than likely, I'd say 2.8. What do you think 3.0 will be? Well, do you think um, 3.0 will be jump points? That'll be no, no. It'll be integrating. It'll be integrating everything together. So you take off from a planet, you go do stuff, you come back to the planet, you land, you sell it, everything, link the whole thing together. Uh, um, sorry. Or possibly you might see the second star system. I'm not sure. Tilu asks, with the sound overview of Grim Hex, we've seen racing part thingy on the right of the items list. Thoughts? Betting on races in Grim? There will be races. I think that they're going to start... I mean, uh, some of the racing uh, tracks already in Arena Commander are based around cities, right? They're flying through established cities. Why wouldn't we have one established in the verse? One of the things you can't do right now in the PU is race might as well add it in yeah i'd be okay with this yeah yeah i i think betting on the races is a. Uh, I i mean Have it's perfect for Grim it? It, it would be pretty cool it's just this um very much like the track currently available there's just a small uh gap for you to fly through in the middle yeah. of an asteroid belt on top of all that it could be quite a lot of fun yeah yeah Totally. Triangularity asks, will Star Citizen do another next generate next great starship? Uh, and if so, what kind of ship do you want to see? Uh, they're doing the next great star marine instead, which what, is you design armor. That? Was, it, was it just heavy armor or was it, it was a just, series uh, it was a, of them? It was a Titan suit. You start by designing a helmet and eventually design a Titan suit. Um, but they have not started that up yet. Uh, that's probably going to be next year. Um. I think they will do a next great starship, but I actually think it'll be after the game is out. Yeah. And they're, they're going probably to... going to do it yearly after the game is out. Yeah, I could see it do them doing it regularly after it's out. Yeah. Um, I also think that, that a lot of the ships that were designed for TNGS will eventually find their way in. Um, yeah. A lot of the people who worked on that con contest now work for them, so... Yeah, uh, as I understand it, from some people who have gone data mining, a lot of the files from TNGS ships are still in the client. Although that, you know, that doesn't necessarily infer anything, to be honest. But they're still there. Our holiday asks: Do you think external logistics management apps will be created for large fleets to manage cargo manifests, fuel consumption need, and generally supply needs? Do you think they will be necessary for major orgs? I have a feeling that those things will probably actually be part of Mobile Glass. Yeah, just have it in game. It'll be in game as Mobile Glass. Mobile Glass is going to incorporate most of the things that we need, and I can actually see people designing things outside and CIG implementing them after the fact in yep. Mobile Glass. 
Especially mobile since it's an operate. People forget mobile glass is an yeah. operating system. It's literally an operating system <laughs> in the game. Um, uh. And so I actually, I, I don't think external logistics management apps will be a thing at all. I think that it'll all be integrated into Internal, the game itself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Centurion asks, so we know Gian's ships appear in Squadron 42 and the Vanduul as well, so we're going to probably have to wait for Tavarin until 2017, late 2017? No. No, they're probably working, like, the Gian, they've got done. The Vanduul, they've got done. And by done, I mean they've got the design logistics for it done. The next one that they're probably going to work on, honestly, is the Tavarin, because they need to get the Prowler concept ready. Because we've known that the Prowler was coming for a long time, so they're probably going to be concepting out the Tavarin soon. After that, they're probably going to focus more on the Banu and get the Banu ready so they can actually start making the Banu Merchantman. We won't see the Tavarin ship in-game till late next year, though. The Prowler. But there, do you, do you personally think there's a good chance we will see a Tavarin uh, character in Squadron? Yes. I think there is a good chance. I think that Squadron 42 will likely introduce us introduce us to the four main races, the Banu, the Vanduul, the Tavarin, and, sorry, three main. I don't um, see why they wouldn't. No, I actually, I, I wouldn't be surprised, actually. We know that the final concept is done for the Banu, too. Yeah. Long since, long since. Yeah, but they don't have the design language for ships yet. No. They'll get that nailed down. Oh, yeah, they will, but that's... Especially uh, we, since we saw the Banu Merchantman on the schedule at uh, yeah. the UK. Yeah. Uh, Miku has a good question, actually. Do you think Titan suits will use vehicle-sized components? They're going to use dragonfly-sized sure. components. Yeah. Component, uh, the dragonfly, they actually created a new class size of components for, small enough for something like a dragonfly, and that's probably going to be the same class of... Uh, components that will be used in titan suits yep i wouldn't disagree with that at all i mean the the um <laughs> bless you bless the you dragon, the dragonfly is only only about 15 feet long so yeah you know uh game zocker asks Actually, do you think the csgo gambling scandal can affect gambling in star citizen uh, CSGO is a competitive game. It's built for competitive play. We honestly don't know if any of the gameplay elements in Star Citizen will become competitive yet. Uh, Star Citizen is not something like Overwatch or CSGO that's being created to be competitive. So we don't even know if it, there's going to be a competitive gaming scene around Star Citizen. It might just not happen. It's certainly possible, yeah. Uh, I think that something like Arena Commander or Star Marine may eventually become a competitive game, but uh, it really Do depends. Do we'll you know what happened? Uh, wasn't there, like, is this the match-fixing one? No. Oh, then no. Not sure on this one, then. Um, so... Basically, a few uh, prominent people in the CSGO community uh, were, like, of partner level, owner level, with major CSGO gambling websites. Oh. 
and then yeah, promoting I know it, it as I know if it. they were had no part of it. Right. Um. Yeah. Either way, it's it's disclosure. It, it's it, like it, it's it, it's a tired it's argument. Wouldn't affect Star Citizen in the same way, would it? Because you're at no point through uh, consensual means. Oh no, through through means that are recognised by the company. You're not allowed to buy items specifically within the game. We assume. So if you're buying specific items on a site that's sort of outside the terms of service and that's on your own time if you get screwed that's your own fault it's it's honestly it's all going to depend on if any part of star citizen can become competitive because none of it is yet and the thing is that valve's terms of service doesn't allow for it either but it still happens yeah Mm. well no no it's not i'm not talking about terms of service i'm talking about whether or not it will be popular we just is there is there room for a competitive um starship fighting scene yeah of course there is i mean look at eve online it has a tournament every year yep there you go we'll see i we don't know yet it's i think it'll happen i I think arena commander is built perfectly for it i think it'll still probably happen i just don't know how and i have a feeling that that's another thing that that cig are going to want to keep in game as much as possible Oh, certainly, but I still think that it would be... um, I still think you'll get the same thing happening in the real world. You'll get, like, the gigantic gatherings of people to watch people blow each other up in Starships. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. Let's uh, let's come to the end of the show. Hey, if you want to hear about me talking about scumbag companies and disclosure agreements, uh, (laughs) go, go uh, go to this link. I talked about it last week. Um, but it's on the front page of the, of the website right now for you recorded podcast listeners. Um, yeah, don't buy your games from third party websites. Do yourself a favor. Do the devs a favor. Um, okay. So, hey, we're at the end of the show. (laughs) Um, I don't have anything coming up. Really, um, if you haven't checked it out, uh, my my blah, 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 my review for Inside is out, um, which sounds really interesting. It's a good please, review. Please, please read the He's review begging. and check out this game. Please, it's I I want to I want to quickly. Time. I really want to quickly uh, say exactly what Miku Hatsune said there. Key resellers are cancer. If you want cheap games, pirate them. Don't use key resellers. Yep. That's what I said in my article. Yep. I just, that's the point of it. Do not use. (laughs) Thanks for making them not read my article, David. (laughs) (laughs) It's important. It's very important. Uh, All right. Um, yeah, so go check out that review because Inside is probably one of the best games I've ever played and read that review so I can tell you why. Um, for the love of God, it's just... Uh, <laughs> I can't gush about that game more. Um, I'm looking at some of these gifts and they're just amazing. It's just incredible. I don't know... 
Oh. This is why it took them six years. Hey, guess what? Inside took them six years to make. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if that oh. says something about other no. video games. No, nothing at all, because no one knew that they were making it, so it makes it completely different. Yeah, we different. did. Yeah, we no, because we never saw anything. We never saw it. Completely different. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the face you're making. All right. Um, yeah. So go check that out. Other than that, you can watch me stream some video games. Twitch.tv slash Jake Acapella. It's right here. See it? There it is. Woo. Um, I, my stream schedule has changed to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at noonish uh, for like six hours. David, stop it. You're Don't do that when I'm right underneath you. Um, we stream Overwatch, we stream Star Citizen, we stream Factorio, we stream chickens. You've moved on to chickens? Yes. Nice. Um, I will be streaming the balls out of No Man's Sky in three weeks. So, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, given that it has 18 qu quintillion planets, it's you probably could stream it for a long time. Game. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never run out of content. Yep. No, I'm I'm I might actually start doing the same, for for. Uh... Fine, yeah. I might have to join you. Sweet, and we join can actually me. try and find each other, which is actually supposedly impossible. So <laughs> we'll do it. Have fun with that. <laughs> Eric and I will find each other. It'll take you the rest <laughs> of your life. Yeah, we're gonna do it. <laughs> so, what does your constellation look like? Uh, and what does your uh? It looks like an elephant. Mine looks like a hippo. If you both rotate 35 degrees. <laughs> Do you know what's the best part about No Man's Sky? How complete opposite ends of the spectrum people's hype are for it. Either it's going to be the greatest game of all time or people say that it's going to flop. I think it's well, going to be actually, all right. I'm actually doing both. I, I've actually had literally gone on Casting Beef and talked about No Man's Sky and how I think it's a terrible idea. And then I'm also I'm also kind of hyped for it. <laughs> it's it's going to be a survival game where you craft things to go to other planets. I feel like it's going to be better than Elite. Oh, it'll be better than Elite because that's not hard. It's worse than Star Citizen. <laughs> so, but Elite here's the here. thing, David. Let's it's go. not even in the same genre. I know, but like, <laughs> I I need something to compare it to, and it's the, the How about stuff Russ? has to do. Or Daisy, or things in the genre. Oh God, Daisy, Daisy's dead. I mean, it's not. Well, I mean, it's, it's no, undead. it's 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 undead. Oh. It's, it's he beat me to it by half a second. Um, yeah, lags, Miko Hatsune. It's I got to share this with all 100%, of our Twitch viewers. One hundred percent. No Man's Sky is three D Starbound. That's what it is. Yeah, if you think it's more than that, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's um, gonna so, be good. It's not gonna be the best thing ever. It's gonna be great. I want to. I don't think I it's gonna be the best thing. I want to share this with ever. our viewers before we we uh, turn off the stream. What's that? Um, someone asking Elon Musk about how much he sleeps every night, and he said very little. Um, they asked him what's the trick to keep concentrated and distracted with with this little sleep. He said large amounts of crack. 
<laughs> and then he said, on the other hand, I do answer a toy phone like it's real. <laughs> uh, so that's my uh, my. Elon Musk is the future. Yes, he is. So Shiver, what do you got coming this week? Uh, this week, regular things. Uh, we've done the week in ten for this week. Uh, Cosmic Cataclysm on Wednesday and postcards from the Event Horizon on Wednesday midnight. British summertime. That's a fun time. You don't care about cosmic, but tune into postcards. I do. Do you? Yeah. Yay! If I'm not streaming, got a viewer. I, usually, I usually listen to it. <laughs> We've suddenly doubled our viewers to two. You get more than that, Shiver. David, Don't you, you even lie. All right, we no. get five, but that's because we're on the show at the same time. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I like oh, that. Yeah, I think there's a wave, might be a wave 10 on Friday as well, <laughs> which is this with gameplay but not as cool as this. I would love to be on there. I you. mean, it's not hard to be as cool as this. Um, it's really not. That's like what Mi my Miku intro to the podcast is going to be about. <laughs> Miku Hatsune says, Elon Musk is an alien trying to get home with our primitive tech. Yep. <laughs> I think that's dead on. <laughs> yep. It's not hard to be this cool. <laughs> oh, man. Do a musical intro about that, CCT. Jake, whatever your name is. <laughs> I'm, it's the song's gonna be about how this podcast is the worst. That's, that's <laughs> he doesn't even know my name after two years. <laughs> uh, from me, we've got the standard INN transcripts. Uh, we don't know if there will be a ten for the anything this week. ATV will do. Oh man, ATV gets psyched. Frankfurt, ten four is dead apparently. So we'll have to see what replaces it. Well, there still should be something replacing it that they've been in the works for for like three or four weeks. It hasn't Don't come out yet. Anytime soon, because Chris Roberts has to come back from UK yeah. before they can finish it. Mm. But uh, Frankfurt. Frankfurt this week on yep. ATV. It's going to be a good ATV. Thursday. I remembered one other thing. Go. Uh, for those of you watching the live podcast, uh, I'm going to be on the captain's table in about two hours. Nice. So, That's a good one. Cool. Uh, going to go hang out with Astro pub, Nighthawk Zale, Grakey's and captain Flint. It's going to be a good show. Um, it'll be on YouTube. If you're listening to the recorded version of this podcast, so you can find it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get drunk and talk about star citizen for three hours. I will not have a review of the Hotas this week. <laughs> oh yeah, here, here, here's the thing that we've been talking about for like three weeks because David is slow. Uh, David's gotten in touch with some uh, hardware manufacturers, and he's writing an article about Hotas's and how they work with flight games, and if any of them are worth your time. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> Ain't going not. <laughs> not off to a good start. Let's just put it that way. Uh, our holiday, I don't put it on YouTube. Uh, Astropub does. Just follow Astropub on Twitter. Um, With that, yes. Okay, here comes here comes the part where no one can hear me. Yeah. Is it better? I kind of lowered the volume a little bit. It, it actually hasn't been a problem the last few weeks. Okay, We've here we just, go. So yeah. You're just, you're just, you're just, 
give me garbage. Yeah, we just stand and, and laugh. Yes. Okay. And thank you for watching the show. Join us next week right here, twitch.tv slash live. Hopefully it's not a disaster because I'm not running the show. Um, if you want to see all of our content, please go to imperialnews.network. If you want to support us, please go to patreon.com slash imperialnewsnetwork. That's how we get to CitizenCon. Um and eat at CitizenCon because right now we don't know if we're going to eat. We don't know. We have no idea. Uh, share, share this stuff with your friends. We love you. We're almost at 1,000 subs on YouTube. We're almost at 2,000 follows on Twitch. Look at you guys go. Guys, amazing. We'll see you in the verse. Canadian Terrorwater. Farewell.